It's butter fat. Mm, camel butter. It's milkshakes. Oh, it's what it is. Camel butter milkshake. <laughs> Listening to the Nth Cast. This is episode 35. I'm Josh. I'm JD. We're going to talk about today. I don't know. I'm, you don't know I'm a, anymore. I'm a, I'm a little nervous to venture <laughs> an opinion. Be. I always you am. should be because it seems like every time I say, well, "What about this?" You're like, "No." That's just how wrong. many How many yards do you get penalized for a false start? Five. 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 So we're in the hole about what? 25? Probably. 25 yards? Right. First and 25? Is that what we're going with first, now? Yeah, well, if we were penalized 25 yards, first and 35. That's enough football talk. Yeah. But it was sports. You didn't, you didn't come here to talk. Sports you didn't come here to listen about sports. Or math or numbers. That's not why we're here. You came here to listen about Ant-Man. That's what we're talking about? Ant-Man. 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 The Ant-Man. 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 That's enough. It's a Marvel movie. Uh, we're Ant-Man. In, it is a Marvel. Yeah. Is it Marvel's? Ant-Man? I don't know. Is it? I think it is. Did they say Ant-Man by Marvel? Or Marvel does Ant-Man? We're going to talk about Ant-Man, though. We are going to talk about Ant-Man. And we're going to have a metal minute. Of course we are. JD. You're welcome. And I'm sorry in advance. And I have to talk about some weirdness going on in Austin, Texas. Well, Austin's always weird. Isn't that like their motto? Their motto is... Keep keep, it, keep, keep Austin it weird. weird, yeah. And they succeeded this oh, week, eh? They, they yeah, it's, in spades? it's strange. Okay, oh yes, in spades. I'm looking forward to hearing the story, uh, and I'm sure everybody else is too. It it is. I'm befuddled. Are you? I mean, people judge Texas, even if they've never been to Texas. So this may change their opinion of us. Well, they should because everything they've heard is true. It is very true. <laughs> we all ride horses. Everything's bigger in Texas. That's the truth. That's the truth. Just look at our profile pictures. All right. So let's just jump right in. Let's talk about Ant-Man. Okay. What was your initial impression? I enjoyed it. Um, I went to it by myself, and I don't always enjoy going to movies by myself, (laughs) but I've been to plenty of movies by myself. So I I went on Sunday afternoon, caught a matinee, and I had to see it in Ultra 3D. Because that was a Showtime that I got. So ultra 3D. I don't even. So, what does that even mean? I don't know. There's a, this isn't like ultra hyper 3D. I'm like, oh okay, whatever. That's the one I'm going to see. Was it IMAX? No. It was a. It was an ultra XD hyper. 3D. 3D. I don't know. They said. I feel like you're not saying that right. Probably not. But they said it was a special type of 3D. So I don't. It didn't seem different 3D to me. But that's what they told me. And they charged. 3D's 3D. We they charge special type of 3D. They charged me extra because normal 3D on top of the normal yes, extra we have yes, to pay for 3D. Yes, it was more, and it was a matinee. I think. Do you think I got took to the cleaners? Was this was this a young lady selling you a ticket? No, it was a dude with his arm in a cast. I remember specifically because I was like, oh, that sucks. Well, maybe he had some sort of side fun. Maybe he thought I said two. And I only said one. <laughs> I don't know. He's like, nobody's gonna come see this movie by themselves. But um, it was a really good movie. I thought it was a it was a good time. I enjoyed it. I think it was filmed really well. I liked the action sequences. I liked the character development and the arc throughout the story. And I, don't, I mean, just as an overall first impression, I thought it was a really well done film. And I think Marvel 
over the last films they've done has really learned a few things about how to make a good superhero movie. And I think they put a lot of those lessons to use in this one. What do you think? Well, I thought it was well done as well. And I have, I was a little apprehensive going into it thinking, why, you know, you know, I don't know why I think, I think Marvel's built up enough street cred at this point for us in, in being a certifiable nerd, yes, I'm gonna go look at it anyway. It doesn't matter if it's a, a B, C, or a D list superhero, yeah. uh, which it's not really a superhero. It doesn't really have any superpowers, so no. that's one of the things that I liked. Um, no, and I was pleasantly surprised. I I, hmm. I wanted to go because I knew well. It's a Marvel movie. Yeah, we have to see it. Have to see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to know what's going on. I know that they're going to progress the overall story. Uh, but this this movie, Ant Man, felt very insular. It felt very isolated. Yes, tied back to the bigger universe, but also felt very self-contained right. and not really within uh, all the other movies up until this point felt like they fit squarely within the larger story. And this one really felt like even if they didn't mention any of that it would have stuff, been it would have sure. been fine. Um, not that the other movies wouldn't have worked, but um, I don't know. It just very, felt, felt very isolated, and I like that aspect. Right. So, I thought it was weird that it almost felt like a tag-on at the end of this section of Marvel movies. Phase two. Phase two. Yeah, it almost felt like a tag-on. Like, we have to find a place to put it, and things are about to get really out of control in phase three. So I feel like they had to put it here. And, and I think that's one of the reasons that it was kind of insular, because they'd already told pretty much the whole story and they're like, Oh, we got to throw this in because there's something from this movie maybe that they'll need later. So I don't know. Because one, it, so maybe it would be hard to include this after uh, civil war sure. because shit's going to get real. Yeah, absolutely. I, I can see that. I can see that. Cause it's about to take a turn for the dark. It is, but and we'll get more. Maybe we'll get more into this later. Yeah, I don't uh, want to jump the gun. I don't want to jump too too far ahead. But I do feel it. It does seem like an odd choice to put this particular film at the end of phase two. Mm-hmm. Uh, why they didn't end it with Avengers: Age of Ultron? I'm not sure. Because I thought that was always the plan. Is like Avengers is the end of the phase, and then the next film will start the new phase. Yeah, I, I would. I would have thought right, but. There's some things that I would like to speculate. Well, that's uh, what this podcast is for, and we'll we'll save that, I guess, for a little bit later. Okay. Let's, let's let's talk more about the movie itself because there, there's a lot to like about it. Uh, there's a lot of elements that, even with the extra couple of days since we didn't record on yeah. our normal Monday, I've even thought, or I've been, had the opportunity to think even more about it. And the more I think about it, the more I like it, the mm-hmm. more I like what it was trying to say. Um, there's just a lot of stories that kind of mirror each other in it. Um, sure. Uh, whether it's, uh, you know, Scott and uh, Scott Lang, which is the current Ant-Man. and He's mm-hmm. the focus of this particular movie, not Hank Pym, which is the original right. Ant-Man, uh, the original creator of 
the of Ultron, right. which you know they did not use in the MCU. Uh, it's Tony Stark, um, and I, I, I think I understand why. We'll get into that a sure. little bit more as well. It makes sense why they did that, yeah. But they run a very similar path as far as fathers go, as uh, as far as uh, them potentially you know having lost. Uh, that connection with their family, uh, them both uh, kind of chasing mm-hmm. after uh, their daughters uh, and, and trying to regain that relationship. We're trying to step into that uh, uh, figure right. of a man that, that, you know, it's a little different. Hank's daughter doesn't really respect him so much anymore. Mm-hmm. But I, I think I like what I really liked is that understated parallel of two men trying to grasp at and achieve obtain uh uh what they being a father being a proper father and, sure. and doing what's right and so they were the, that parallel between the two was interesting yeah and but i like the difference between that too because with hank it feels like he would do anything in the world to protect his daughter right and then scott it almost felt like he would do anything in the world to provide for and be there for his daughter and so there was if there was a weird difference there because it felt like scott would maybe sacrifice anybody else to get to his daughter and provide for and protect her whereas hank would do would you know sacrifice his relationship with his daughter even to make sure that she's safe like i'll do whatever it takes to just make sure she's safe I don't know. It was just uh, even to the detriment of the even to the detriment of our relationship, yeah. and where Scott was like, "I just want a relationship. I'll do whatever it takes. I will sacrifice whatever you get in my way. Yeah. I'm going to put you out of the way." But I mean, overall, it just it was you could tell the difference between their character, um, in the method of what they were trying to achieve. So I love how the movie opened. It opened in 1989. Mm-hmm. We get to see some great special effects. That made Michael uh, Douglas not look dead. <laughs> exactly, because he looks dead. They, well, he's in he's in his early seventies. I think he's seventy. Well, he's in early seventies. We'll yeah. just leave it at yeah. that. Um, he's not a young man. He, he, no, Let's he's not that. a young man yeah. by any stretch of the imagination. But those are some great special effects. Kind of bring it back mm-hmm. to him looking uh, uh, at least, I guess, what thirty, twenty some odd years. Yeah, younger. almost 30 younger, yeah. Almost 30. And Peggy Carter being there, mm-hmm. Howard Stark being yes. there. That was the second time we've seen the older version of Howard Stark. Which was cool. Which was very cool. Um, I liked the other uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. I don't think we've seen as of yet. I forget his name. But it was great to see that actor, Martin Donovan. which is he, he is, is, he is excellent. an excellent, legitimate indie uh, uh I almost say indie superstar. Uh, he's been in a lot of indie movies that were cult favorites, sure, cult, cult classics. Um, and so it was great to see him in in a in a Marvel role, right? Uh, and now he's him in, getting work. He's right? in the MCU forever now, forever. Uh, so that was cool. It was obviously it was a treat to see Peggy Carter. Um, that I actually I. I didn't even know that was going to happen. I, I guess I didn't either. I, I, I had no it idea. Just, it was it was a surprise to me, and that doesn't happen very often. Quick normally, I for see sure. normally I see here or read these things before. Um, oh, spoiler alert! Yeah, we you know if you haven't seen Ant Man, we should really should have put this at the beginning. Why? Um, we may talk about some stuff. We're, we're we're not going to try to keep our analysis review. Um, 
spoiler free. No, if you've not, not seen Ant Man Man by now, shame on you. I mean, and we never you've had, had so you've had almost a week. Yeah, you should have seen week. it by now. Plenty of time. Yeah. So, uh, sorry that we didn't warn you. Yeah, but we're warning. But not, you. I'm not super sorry though. No, I mean, and it's not like we gave anything away. I'm just apologizing because it's the polite. Thing I never to feel do. like we're spoiling anything because there's plenty of backstory in all these characters. Oh yeah. That if you've done any research at all, if you fan of comic books, you know what's going to happen. So speaking of backstory, we 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 knew that Hank Pym uh, was not going to be the current in incarnation of. Ant Man, right? Uh, we also knew that because Tony Stark was the creator of Ultron in Age of Ultron, mm-hmm. that that storyline was dropped as well because Ant Man was one of the original Avengers, right? Yes, he was, and so years, before. years, and years and years ago, and so I mean that. So the way that they used him in this movie really does tie in with that concept of not having him create Ultron because. How could he have if the Avengers technically haven't been formed yet, right? right? And so they're using a more modern – they were using a more modern approach to the assembling of the Avengers. So so Hank is a lot older, Older. right? Mm -hmm. But having him part of – being part of S.H.I.E.L.D. is really cool. Uh, Having him clearly – uh, have some fire in his belly. I thought was a nice touch as well because right. he had to give that guy a bloody nose right from the get go just for talking about his wife. You don't talk about your yeah. That's one of those. Subjects that is one of just those off things. limits. Yeah, and I like that scene too at the beginning. And and I liked what Howard said about Hank. He's like he's not a security threat. No, and we he's not going to be our enemy unless we make him that way, which is true. I think they they were giving him some. I forgot about that, and that feeds into my theory. Right. I think that was good because Hank Pym as Ant-Man in the comics is kind of not. Well, he's a ne'er-do-well. Yeah, absolutely. And I I feel like they gave him. Did he succeed at anything other than creating the Pym particles? No. (laughs) I mean, he was, he's a super. And he wasn't even the best version of, of the hero that used the Pym particles. No, but his intelligence, I would, I would argue is up there with Stark. Oh yeah. He's up there with Banner. I would think. Yeah. I mean, he's up there with all three of those guys. He's super intellect. But the emotional aspect right. uh, is what I think has always hindered him and always held him yes. back. Because he was always the one that would go in and he would get captured or yeah. he would get, get knocked out. Knocked like, out. First yeah, hit. First they, one. Yeah. It, it, man. He's a little buffoonish. And yeah. they, they made him out to be buffoonish in the comics, but they didn't do that in this one, which I appreciated. And I appreciated that as well. Give the character, I mean, give the guy a break. He's That's in right. a feature film. That's right. So. Uh, I love the casting of Paul Rudd. Excellent. I thought that was, I, I was a little, again, I was a little a- apprehensive. It, it was no different than, say, for example, when I saw the. The Bourne movies, you know, which one? Matt Damon. Oh yeah, you know, you know, you I don't like Matt Damon. Though. I know, but he's great in the Bourne movies. But, yeah, that's. But before I saw that first one, I was like, ah. What did What did Matt Damon do? Can he that ruined Interstellar? But, but that was. But that's after the Bourne. Before the Bourne, what did he do? I don't know. He just has a stupid face. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Oh, that, I just has fine. a stupid face because he's okay. That's fine because he's got. I I don't know. I don't know. Mm. Cause, uh, I have no problem with it. I was just curious if there was if there was a moment that you could recall where you're like, you know what, I hate that fucker. And I just didn't know. I think maybe it's just that subconsciously Jimmy Kimmel has uh, uh, programmed me yeah. to dislike sure. Matt Damon. 
Maybe. Maybe that's what it is. Uh, that's right. I don't know. Maybe okay. he's just successful. Maybe he's gotten an Oscar for writing a movie. Uh, and he's, yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe I'm just jealous. He peaked too soon is what it was. I, you know, because he has everything since then. When I'm peaking too soon, you know who I think of? Matt Damon. That yes. brings me back down. Uh, yeah. It's a terrible comparison. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> but Paul Rudd, yeah, he was an excellent cast. I think, and he did a really good job. And I, I've never seen a movie that I didn't like him in, honestly, because I think he does a good job. But he was always kind of a character actor. So I was a little nervous about him playing the lead in a movie, for sure. Because normally he's in ensemble yeah. pieces, uh, complimentary. Right. Yeah. He's, um, he's, the, he's the comic relief. Yeah. And like 40 Year Old Virgin, Anchorman, uh, This is 40, all that stuff, you know. But he carried it. Yeah. He did he a carried, great job. He did, he did well. The supporting cast was fantastic as well. Sure. Um, was there anyone in there that I dislike? No. Uh, T.I. T.I. was my biggest surprise. <laughs> yes. I mean, he really was. Yes. Uh, I was like, oh, no, T.I. But he did a good he job. He did. He did. Michael Everybody Pena. did a good job. Michael, Michael Pena, Pena is always great. Yeah, he was, he I can't was think very funny. He was the comedic relief in this movie, for and sure. what a brilliant uh, two uses of when he told his story and how I love how every character mimicked his speech pattern yes uh when when he was telling his story that was that was a that was that was well done yeah i really it's always funny when they're like for real you know yeah it was good it was and very good evangeline lily great oh i cannot wait i cannot wait to see her don no, the suit the suit oh that is gonna be fantastic, yeah, gonna be fantastic. she's wonderful uh, I've heard some people say maybe she's a little too old. She looked a little too old. Shut and I said, shut your face. She can be old shut. all over me. Yeah, twice. All over me. Yeah, Twice. I mean, at least once. <laughs> but twice is whatever. Try everything um, twice, I say. No, I, I thought that uh, she gave a very good performance. And, and the, really, the emotional gamut that she went through in the movie yeah. was really good. And this her turnaround from being from where she started to where she was at the end, I thought was really, really well done. There are a lot of Easter eggs in this movie as well. Oh, yeah, there's got to be. Because you had to, to try it back into the MCU at all. I felt like there had to be a lot of Easter eggs. Did you catch the uh, reference to the the very first actor to portray Ant-Man? No. So when Scott uh, donned the suit for the first time and I guess fell out the window and fell on top of the car, mm-hmm. the guy driving the car, Garrett Morse, Morris. Was that him? That's Garrett Morris. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, he didn't... was the first actor to yeah. play Ant-Man. I didn't even notice that. Oh, you didn't? Yeah. Wow. He's the first. Yeah. Wow. Have you seen the SNL skit? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But so, I, I didn't I didn't reckon. Uh, it just didn't dawn on me that that was him. Yeah, that was Garrett cool. Morris. And I actually read an article where he was talking about that. He said, if you got up to go to the men's room, you probably missed it. If you blinked, you probably missed it. Hell, right. I blinked and I missed it. Right. So, <laughs> But I thought that was great. That was a great cameo. And I think most folks under the age of 25 probably probably would never get that right. unless someone explained it to right. them. And or I thought that was great. They read it on the internet. They read it on the internet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Script-wise, I think they retained a lot of what Edgar Wright uh, had turned in. Sure. Because Edgar Wright was uh, supposed to direct. Mm-hmm. This there was a parting of the ways. Uh, obviously, we've seen a lot of that though. There, there seems to be as of late a lot of disagreement between Marvel and certain directors. And you know why? Uh, 
Can I, can I get my theory on this? Is that okay? I would guess control, but go. Sure. I think Marvel has found a formula sure. that they really like. And it's, well, it works. It, it works. <laughs> but it, I mean, hey. every movie you watch, there's a battle, there's a big fight scene at the front, there's a minor fight scene in the middle, and then there's a huge fight scene at the end. And I feel like some directors are trying to get away from that. And I, I think they kind of succeeded in Ant Man because it was more of a heist in the beginning and the middle, and then the big battle scene at the end. But I feel like some of these directors are like, this is too formulaic. You're trying to tell me what I have to do, and I don't want to do it. I feel like this would be a better use of the movie, but Marvel's like, no, no, no you got to have these three action scenes that people remember. But that's just my opinion. That's what I think is happening. No, I think that's fair uh, because they had gotten, oh, I had her name in my head. The lady that directed Selma, she was going, she was brief, mm. briefly attached to directing Black Panther, which I thought was going, oh, that's fantastic. That's that's going to work. Well, they've, they've moved on now. Ava? So, yeah, and I don't remember her last Duvernay? name. Duvernay? Duvernay. Yeah, I think that's right. Uh, so I thought that was going to be great, but there was, you know, disagreement there. Sure. And so this is not the first time. They actually had another uh, lady that was going to direct, uh, I want to say it was Captain Marvel. Probably. Oh, what was her name? She's done some TV. Couldn't tell you. You know, if they were going to get a lady to direct um, Captain Marvel... Why not Catherine Bigelow? Sure. I think she's one of my favorite directors, period. She's excellent. I don't know. I know that's a sidebar, but I'm just, I'm, I'm actually thinking about that. That would actually be pretty good. Yeah. That'd be pretty what good. What about Angelina? You think she could do one? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? I think she could do one. Why not? In fact, oh, actually, wasn't Angelina Jolie, uh, weren't they talking about uh, her as potentially directing Captain Marvel? Oh, yeah, maybe so. With uh, Charlize Theron uh, as Captain Marvel. I'd be okay We may have talked about this already. We may have. We're rehashing old stuff. Anyway. Anyway. We're running out of material. I mean, when you've been doing a podcast for 35 episodes, you're going to- We're not running out of material. You're going to repeat yourself. Oh, that's true. I'm old. I'm going to repeat myself from well, time to time. And you, everybody has that old person in their life that tells the same stories over Oh, over God. And over. Oh. And you're just like- It's like when I call my mom. It's like I don't. It, the weather it it rained. Right. It it was hot. Right. Well, and that like my well, granddad. My granddad is ninety three, and I call him in the highlight of our conversation, and as always, yeah, it rained a third of an inch. Because oh, like, okay, that's that's part of the reason that he gets up. Thanks, pop pop. He gets up <laughs> and gets dressed so he can walk out to his little rain catcher thing, so he can see how much it rained the night before. I'm like, oh, oh, to be ninety three. <laughs> that's the highlight of your day. But yeah. Oh, I mean, he's earned it. He's earned it. I was going to say, I mean, we're going to do the same thing. I hope so. We're going to do the same if thing. If I make it to 93, you best believe I'm going to have a rain, a little plastic maybe, cup. Maybe maybe that's what brings him joy. Yeah. And, and, then, and shame on us for, for shitting on that. Oh, no, no, no. And then he calls all <laughs> this his- This is funny. He calls all his grandkids to tell him, hey, it rained a quarter of an inch. Sweet. How's the weather been down there? Yeah, well, oh, yeah. Well, we got a quarter of an inch got, here. Yeah. I mean, so, That's great. I mean, a nor'easter come through. Yeah, go eat. <laughs> it's four o'clock. Go eat your dinner and go to bed. Right. Well, it, the, oh, <laughs> every day he, has, he gets a sandwich, cuts it in half, and then half for lunch, half for dinner. Was he eat for breakfast? Uh, usually like one scrambled egg. One scrambled egg. He eats like a bird, like a bird. Well, I mean, from what I understand, once you get 
Right. Past a certain age, your yeah. caloric intake. That's right. It's like True Blood. The 3,000-year-old vampires eat like once every 10, yeah. 10 months. It's like a snake. You eat once a month. Yeah. Yeah, once a month. That's right. I just got to... It's like a camel. They store it. Let's keep going for metaphors. What else? What else? What else could it be like? Come it's not, on. It's not water in that hump. Uh, no. It's fat. It's fat. From, it's fat. From what? It's from the camel. That's right. It's butter fat. Mm, camel butter. It's milkshakes. Whoa. It's what it is. Camel butter milkshake. <laughs> that sounds like a dirty sex position. It sounds like a filthy sex position. Woo! Good old camel butter. Oh, we're going to hashtag that. <laughs> camel butter milkshake. We have to come up with what that is. <sighs> and then someone has to draw a picture of it so that we can post it <sighs> on Twitter. Camel butter. All right. What about what else about Ant-Man, though, really struck you? I thought the fight scenes, uh, the way they were designed, I thought those were really well done. I thought that going from small to large, that back and forth uh, was shot well, was framed well, was blocked well. Um, and I, I like the way they explain the necessity of it. Yeah. Because when you're small, you're just as strong as when you're big. So it's like a bullet is what they said. It's like you ha- you're you hitting with the same amount of force, but instead of being six feet tall, you're a quarter of an inch tall. So all of that same force comes behind this little itty-bitty thing. So the, tech- the technology was being able to shrink the distance between molecules. Yes. Right? Which is just a fascinating concept. Do you think something like that would ever be possible? No, because I feel like in between molecules, there's already things. Don't you think? Because it's not empty space. It's not all empty space. I mean, because there'd only be so much you can shrink it. I don't feel like there's enough empty space in all the molecules in our body to get that small. I mean, we maybe could shrink a little bit. Well, it's not just molecules in our body. I mean, he shrunk other things as well. I mean, disclaimer, we're not scientists. So we could be... We could be <laughs> we're going to get live tweeted. Right. We could be way wrong. <laughs> so have done zero research. Zero research. Zero research. Zero. But this is just me thinking out loud that I don't think it's just empty... There would be that much empty space. I mean, if you could shrink other things besides the space between atoms, I think sure. Well, I I don't. I have a hard time believing that there is such a thing as true empty space. I think that what we perceive to be empty is actually something there is, that we cannot quantify, something that mm-hmm. we cannot see yet. Right. Uh, yet, sure. right? because we're limited in our understanding. We're still learning these things every mm-hmm. day. Right. Uh, so, but I thought that was an interesting concept. Um, because they would shrink. I mean, and you see this it, in the movie, it, they would continue to shrink forever. Like the incredible shrinking man. That's what he yes. was going to do forever. He knew for the rest of his life that he was going to shrink. So, which, which is a great example of another shrinking movie. I'm glad you brought that up because there's a lot of shrinking movies. Sure. I think Ant-Man... Yeah. Did you know that they were going to do another Ant-Man earlier? Did you know that? It's been in development for a long time. Well, the original Ant-Man, when uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids came out. Yes, that's right. Someone came with a script for Ant-Man, like, hey, they're going to do this. Let's, let's jump on let's it. Let's try to rush it. Yeah. And But, it, you know, Marvel wasn't a big thing then. No, it wasn't. So it wouldn't have worked, I don't think. The only Marvel movies, I guess, around that time were like uh, the Red Brown uh, Captain America. I think they made two of those. Right, right, right. Uh, those were, ooh man. Yes, I've watched. Those. Less said about those. The uh, Don't I? I want to say in '89 was when, or late '80s is when they did the Dolph Lundgren uh, Punisher. Right, right, right. right. They didn't even have the skull symbol. 
So it's not the Punisher. so so Marvel movies. Uh, of course, there's the the fabled Roger Corman uh, version of the Fantastic Four, which right. you can get on YouTube. Which uh, it's kitschy fun, uh, but it's not it, it's not good by any by stretch. any stretch. Yeah, you no. couldn't pretend that that was good. Uh, it was right to leave that on the shelf. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, you know when you when you're a kid, you say, "Oh, oh yeah," you you see the preview and you're like, "Oh yeah, I kind of want, I kind of want to see that." Right. And then you see it, especially now, it's like, oh, God, this is horrible. Um, so Marvel wasn't a thing. Marvel yeah. movies were not a thing. So it wouldn't DC, it it's funny because DC movies were more successful uh, at that point. Uh, right, but barely. We, well, no, because you had Superman. Superman 1 and 2. Uh, oh, yeah, that's true. You, Superman 1 and 2 are are up there. Uh, those are up there in the, if you're going to have a discussion about what are the best superhero movies, Superman one and two need to be in that discussion. Um, then of course you've got the late eighties, you've got the Tim Burton Batman. So there wasn't a whole lot. Uh, yeah, but, but. And we've talked about that before too. We about did. How kids Commercials today are spoiled. They are completely spoiled because you didn't have a lot of superhero stuff. And up until then, if if it was Marvel, it was mainly cartoons. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had the Spider-Man TV series. You had the Incredible Hulk. Really, is the only thing the t- that they had that was successful. And even that, that was completely well, the cheesy. Batman. The uh, Batman TV series. The Batman TV series, but I mean, as far as Marvel goes, oh, they're yeah. really the only thing that was successful. True. was the 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 Hulk right. uh, TV series because they happen to have the one human being that looks like yeah. the Hulk. And it was completely cheesy, but it worked because of the human story. Yes, uh, which is a nice little segue into what I liked best about Ant Man is the fact that every single character I felt I could relate to. Every single one, including the villain. And more than any other Marvel movie up until this point, I felt like I could understand what each of these characters are going through. I, I understood Scott wanting to shed the well, he went he went to jail. Well, he, he, but he, but he, he was doing something noble, but yeah. it was still he, was wasn't, he wasn't a thief, he was a burglar. Yeah, right? he was being Robin Hood. Yes, he was being Robin Hood, which so breaking the law. Yeah, still did his time. That's, that's not going to get you out of prison. <laughs> I was trying to rob the rich to give to the poor. Well, still robbing is wrong. Uh, and he just wants to be able to be with his daughter, and but he did something that was wrong. Incredibly smart guy. Yeah, but he did something that was wrong. Paid his dues, but then I could feel his pain getting out. And trying to find a job, it is very difficult for an ex-con to find a job. No matter what you and he did, li- and he lied about it, and he shouldn't have. So, so again, always finds out. And they do that was <laughs> that was great. That was great. That was funny. That was a great scene. Um, Baskin Robbins. It makes me curious now. Maybe Baskin Robbins. You know that they do always find out. I love Baskin Robbins. They do. But sorry, let's not talk about Baskin Robbins. So uh, another wrong, right? So yeah. he lied about it. He shouldn't have, but he was, I get it because he's like, I need to make a living. I need to make money because I need to be able to provide for my family because 
I want a relationship with my daughter. I want a relationship with my daughter, and that mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. that was one of the stipulations. Is if you're you, gonna have to have a job, you have to have an apartment. You gotta, yeah. you gotta be you able to care for your kid. Yeah, you can't care for yourself. How can you care for a kid? And I get it. As a mom, his ex-wife is basically putting these stipulations on him. It sucks. It, I, it, some sometimes it feels like it's not fair. It's not right. But it dems the brakes, right? But so, you could, and you could tell that his ex-wife didn't hate him. No. Uh, I mean, her ex, the fiance, thought he was a piece of shit. Yeah. But the ex-wife really was like, just get your life together. I want you to, she thinks, she, you're her hero. She thinks the world of you, and I want be, her to, you to just be that man that she already thinks you are. Be the man that she already thinks right. you are. And and I can relate to that, right? Because sure. I, I screw up on a daily basis. All and time. my kids have so much patience and so much grace uh, for which you, for which me, we, we which don't I deserve. don't deserve. No, because, I deserve none of it. Right? Because but yet we do they it, give it freely. Right? Because well, their hearts are open. Right? And well, you're their dad, and, and I need to step into that. And and so I, I could feel that. I could feel it was. I, I really could feel that. And, that's, and, yeah. and that's the other thing that I liked is that the fiance Bobby uh Cannavale, Bobby, Canna- Yeah. Yeah. Did, did I pronounce his name correctly? Uh, sure. E- even. <laughs> I can't remember how to pronounce it. It doesn't matter. Cannavale. Let's go with that. Even his character a lot of times can go very douchey, mm-hmm. uh, very uh, 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 stereotypical. Uh, New York cop. New York cop. Fiance, hate the fiance, ex. Fiance, yeah. hate the ex. But even though he didn't care for Sky, he did... I, I never got the feeling that he did it just because he wanted to be a douchebag. Right. I felt like he was doing it because he cared about the his girl, girl yeah. and his and his lady. Yeah. He cared about them and he Trying wanted to protect, to protect them. them. Sure. And so part of his job was to make sure, hey, I don't know if you're going to, you don't have a good history, Mr. Scott, right. uh, uh, of coming you've been through. In, you've been you've enjoying been in, for three years. Yeah. Uh, and now you're gonna, here busting my ass taking care of your family. That's right. And now you're going to lie about this job. You're going to lose your job. Hey, I'm trying to protect these right. people that right. I love. Right. And I get that. And I appreciated that. Right. Now, you know, sometimes, you know, it doesn't, not so good for, for Scott, for Paul Rudd's character. Uh, but I felt that was, that was a good use uh, right, because his, it's not like his daughter wasn't being cared for. So you have the opportunity to get your shit together so that then you can be a part of her life. And that should be motivation for anybody. If you really want to be a part of your kid's life and you've got the chance, do it. And I mean, and I, I felt his pain, the scene where he's in the van and he's working out how long it's going to be until he sees his daughter. Oh, and gosh. it's two years. He's yeah. like, I can't do this. I just can't do this. And so yeah. he tried to take the short way. Which is never the doesn't answer. work doesn't work because doesn't work. that's what landed him in prison. I mean, this story's a little jaded because, of course, he gets the Ant Man armor and becomes a superhero. Great, but that's not going to happen to you. I promise. That's right. That's not going to happen. That's right. You just got to put in the work. And you know, when he tried to to take a shortcut and go around the way things are supposed to be done, is when he really fucked it up and he went back to prison. He was going to go back to prison for a long time. So. He he dodged a bullet for sure, but that's not the lesson you want to learn from this. Don't expect no. that you're going to become a superhero if you break the law. That's right. And I could I could identify with Hank as well. I could identify with him, you know, because he, he lost his wife. Uh, you he know, lose his daughter too. We, we don't know if she's dead or not. She's in the microvert. Which, by the way, this is the microverse. Let's not let's be clear. Yeah. 
which is exciting for me because there's a lot there's a lot more characters you know you got the micronauts you've got right centaurs right. or centaur i think was the name of that character anyway you've got a lot of characters that come out of the microverse which uh, is right. exciting to me and i like the, the one where they do the prison that's like this big you yeah know, it makes everybody super small in their prison that's like six inches by six inches that's awesome it is crazy that's the best use of the pin particle i think ever uh, but I could identify with Hank because he wanted to protect his daughter from an ugly truth, and uh, he and also noble, right? right? But we, I think, we can see ourselves in all of these characters, right? Even, even Yellow Jacket, even Darren Cross. Which it, it was interesting because Yellow Jacket is is a uh, one of the identities of Hank Pym Pym in the old uh, continuity. Yeah, after he. Yeah, so it's he lets, like, it lets Scott keep the Ant Man armor because he's already. Yeah, so I thought that was interesting. Um, the Darren Cross uh, character has been around for a while as well, so mm-hmm. it was very different. But even his story, him being the mentee to Hank, Hank being the mentor, uh, feeling that Im- uh, abandonment, uh, uh, the, not unlike how uh, Hope, well, uh, Hank- Hank's daughter felt as well. So they they had a connection because sure. of that, and so this again this vil, even the villain I felt r- r- it was very relatable. Sure, and I think Hank is mostly to blame for that. Yeah, because he absolutely didn't, he didn't communicate anything. To no, him. if you really trust these people, you could make them understand. And I think that's one of the reasons Cross went crazy trying to figure out the particle. It's because he felt like Hank was trying to hide something from him, and if Hank had just been like, "Hey," I figured this out, yes, but here is the reason that I'm not doing this because this kind of power in the wrong hands is super dangerous, super dangerous. And there's no reason for us to let this technology maybe fall into the wrong hands. But instead, he holed up, shut himself off. And when you do that, you burn bridges and you form these relationships that are just broken. And Where you allow people to make assumptions. Yeah. Based on what? And when Speculation. You right. And when you don't communicate with people, people think you don't care. Yeah. And, and it's not that he didn't care. It's that he... He cared too much. Cared too much. And he didn't know how to yeah. do it. Yeah. And I think and a part, I think that's part of the flaw of Hank's character in all the ways, that he's so book smart, is that he has no idea how to deal with people. He has no... Uh, he is a high IQ, but a low emotional quotient. Yes. Very much so. Man, how many people do you know like that? Oh, uh, a yeah. lot. I mean, there's, <laughs> there's two in this room. <laughs> so I resemble that. <laughs> that's do I, I resemble that's that? Do I. That's why we get along. Because <laughs> I mean, our feelings don't get hurt. Like yeah. you could say something to me, and then other people be like, "Wow, that was way harsh." Dad, so like, why, did, like, why would you say that? I'm like, was he insulting me? I don't Are you even, all... What? What? I'm sorry. Did that hurt I, your feelings? I, I want to not be friends with him for you. Right. Well, oh. Uh, <laughs> hmm. <laughs> no, I get it. And so I like that too, because I felt like I could, re- like you said, you could relate to all these characters and aspects of all these characters. Um, I personally did not like the villain. You didn't? No, okay. I didn't at all. I thought, uh, and I don't know why, like it seemed like the transformation was so, like he just seemed like too much of a mad genius. Then I don't know. It just felt like a huge jump. Like there was no, he's just, I'm mad all the time. So I'm going to kill everybody is what it kind of felt like. And I felt like maybe a relationship like that with a mentor wouldn't motivate you enough to be that unless you were crazy. 
So I don't know. I thought he was good in the suit and terrifying in the suit, but of all the characters, he was my least favorite. You think the leap was too much, too quick? Yes. Too much of a gap? Yes. And I, I mean, I get that it's a film. Yeah, so you yeah. You only right. have so much backstory you can yeah, do, yeah. but like they did a real good job with hope of explaining why mm. she felt the way she did and the story with their mom. But I mean, will your mentor not telling you something and seeing too much of himself in you? That wouldn't be enough. I mean, maybe it's just personal, but that wouldn't be enough to motivate me to go crazy. Well, we don't know what kind of exposure he had as well, because we know that the exposure to the PIM particles uh, played with your psyche. Right. And they screwed did say with your that. brain. They said you've, the radiation is poisoning your mind. This is not who you are. And maybe that... Maybe, Maybe that factored in. Right. And right. they should have made that clear because they kind of just said that in passing when like it's a high tense scene where like people are pointing guns at each other. Like, this isn't you. This isn't you. The Don't do this. Is affecting yeah. you. Like, no, they should have said before, like, hey, you got to be careful. Quit going in this room because it's going to mess you up. Right. And when the one thing I kept thinking is like, okay, so it jacked with Hank. He can't wear the suit anymore. He didn't want to let Hope wear it, uh, which there was a scene where he like yelled at her which you know i don't know that was a weird that was a weird moment very weird awkward moment but was it awkward for reasons beyond what we're just seeing in that movie i don't i don't know i don't know either again i i want to my gut tells me that some big stuff is going to come out of Ant-Man. I would think so, too. Because it's the end of Phase 2, and I feel like there's some plot points in the overall story that are going to be made clear further down the road that we've, we we saw inklings of, mm-hmm. but really didn't know what we were seeing. And I would even speculate that potentially a big villain, maybe even maybe not necessarily in any of the big team movies like Avengers, but maybe like in the second Ant-Man that maybe we've already seen the villain for sure. Ant-Man two. I think there's some potential there for Hank to be the villain Absolutely going is. forward. I think they've like really laid some groundwork uh, in this movie. And again, I feel like why would you end phase two with Ant-Man? Do you think it's a cash grab? I don't know. It could be. Part of me was It thinking, could be. I mean, I think... It was a well-made and entertaining and enjoyable cash grab. Sure. <laughs> I mean, and part of me, and I hope this isn't true, but the end credit scene where they're like, hey, I know a guy who can help us with this. Part of me really hopes that they didn't just do a whole movie for that one little sequence where they're going to use Ant-Man to help the Avengers. Because that would be ridiculous. No, I don't. I don't. I don't know because I don't think so. I mean, I mean, because they now they have members on the Avengers who are pretty normal, like Hawkeye. I mean, and Hawkeye wasn't he? He even used a pin particle one time, didn't he? Uh, uh didn't he? Be, he wasn't he? Yellow maybe. jacket one time. I'm pretty sure he was. Yellow he, jacket he may one have time. been. And then you know, but and then Falcon. He doesn't have any superpowers. No, Black Widow time. doesn't either. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I guess still though they all have some sort of military training and so right. they're above average right. whereas scott lang is just a dude right i mean you know and so he's in that regard in that respect i think he's different than any other marvel sure. uh superhero you, i don't even know that i could put him as a he's superhero. not really a superhero i don't he has the ability you, to shrink i don't and even know gain that you could put him again. as a hero 
I don't know. Mm, I mean, and, mm. I, and I've always thought that about Ant Man, though. Well, like he's it, it's very gray. It's not clear cut because right. he's not he's not a role model. But no, not ne- at all. neither of them, Hank or uh, Scott, and they never did anything. And they're only two of the four people that have been Ant Man, right? Yeah, they've so, never been heroic in any of their roles. They've never done anything heroic. Yeah, and Hank Pym, I mean... I mean, he's a wife beater. He is a wife beater, except he wasn't supposed to be. He slapped the shit out of her. But he wasn't supposed to. I know. So, Jim Shooter, when he wrote the original, I think it was Avengers 247, Mm -hmm. uh, where Hank actually slapped Janet. Hard. On Jim Shooter's blog... What he articulated is that he meant for him to be exasperated and throw his arms up in exasperation. Sure. And in doing that, knocked into her. Sure. But in the comic, it looks like he's taking a smack and he smacks her. But he said it by the time it was done and he saw it, it was too late and it went out. Changed the whole character. And it changed the whole character forever. Well, I mean, what about but still though the savior holding her and hurting her and when, him laughing <laughs> was that was that not intentional okay so what kind of hero creates a an android that he knows he can defeat so that he can show his other avengers that he has value for the team syndrome Yes, very syndrome very See, incredible and, and nobody knows that but that's to- is a total ripoff of Ant Man, it's what it was. Yeah, because he's like, because uh, Syndrome didn't have any superpowers, so he made a robot that he could control that the superheroes no one couldn't el- beat. No one else can defeat right. it but me. And we saw and I'll show them. Out. They'll see how valuable I. They'll see how much right. they need me. Right. They need me. Right. Yeah. So he's testing Savior. Savior. Yeah. Savior three. I think you nerd. Whatever. Um. He's testing it out. He's testing it out, and it's like grabbing his wife and hurting her. And he thinks it's funny. And he thinks it's funny. What the fuck? (laughs) I mean, no, I'm just kidding. No, no, I'm just kidding. No, it's not okay. No, it's not okay. Ever, never. (laughs) And so, what what is his story on that? Like, oh, that's not what I meant. I meant him to be crying, and I just wrote ha ha instead of boo hoo. Like, what? Yeah, you know. And so, because of that, I don't think. You know, I think that's part of the reason why the Hank Pym character wouldn't work as Ant-Man in the MCU. I'm surprised they put him in at all, because I feel like you you wouldn't have to have Hank Pym at all. They tamed him down. Yeah, you wouldn't have tamed him down. There's no need, after the Ultron thing, there's no reason at all for you to have Hank Pym in the MCU at all. Except for... Be a villain. If he becomes a villain later. But I mean, how is he going to be a terrifying villain? He's old. He's crazy. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, he was he was. Do you think he'll be his yellow jacket? Or do you think he'll be? Well, he was he was he was a bunch of different things. Giant. He was he was Goliath. Goliath. I think he'll be. Goliath. He was Giant Man. He was Yellow Jacket. Yeah. So. And they're all different versions of the Pym particle, and eventually they're, he, they're all they're all different versions of Hank Pym. I mean, he's got multi. It got multiple to the point where he could do it mentally. Yeah. Like he didn't need to have a suit on. He was just like, whatever. I'm gonna be big now. <laughs> yeah. It's very Hulk in that way, though. Yeah. Instead of Hulk having to be, instead angry. of having to be angry, see it is. I'm angry all the time. Right. I don't know why I'm doing Hulk with the Batman voice. <laughs> Swear to me. <laughs> Sorry, but I agree with you. Like we'll see. I like, but 
as a whole, it was a great movie. It was super enjoyable. Because it was different than any of the other Marvel of movies. Of all the Marvel movies, it's not my least favorite by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, it's better than Iron Man 2. So where where would we... <laughs> where <laughs> Yes. All of them are better than Iron this Man 2. True. Iron Man 2 is the worst Marvel <laughs> film ever. So Worse where, than Howard the Duck. Where would you rank Ant-Man in the Marvel movie discussion? If I'm going to be honest, probably just right above Iron Man 2. I think all the other ones are better. Really? Yeah. Honestly, because I like those characters better, and I feel like they all tie together. And the story arc, from the first one to the other one, make it better as a whole. But that's just me personally. That's not to say it's a bad film at all, but I think the other ones are all better. Except for Iron Man 2. What's your favorite my favorite Marvel movie. The first Avengers. Okay. It's funny because I was going to say the first Avengers and then Iron Man. Yeah. Uh, are my top two. Yeah. And then right after that, I think Guardians. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then I, I mean, but Thor, I really like Thor, the first Thor, because Thor is my favorite Marvel yeah. superhero. So I, it's kind of a personal thing, but I think the Avengers is the best film. The first Thor is the best Thor movie. Oh, yeah. By far. Oh, yeah. Dark World was it's okay. Yeah, it's it not okay. bad. It progressed the overall story. So I mean, I really? think I feel like it's not fair to judge it against other Marvel movies. Yeah, maybe. I mean, because but I mean, Guardians is a standalone too, and I think Guardians is better than I put it in the top three Marvel films for sure. But I mean, it's a good. It was a fun film. Uh, I'm glad I saw it. I think it's well done. I hope they do more with the Ant Man character. But as an introductory film, it's not as good as Iron Man, Captain America, no. Thor. It's not as good as any of those. Not as I put it, I think it's better than the Hulk movies. Even I mean, would you say that it was the best Marvel movie this year, though? No, no. I you liked Old Age Ultron better. Yeah, I did. Just a little bit better, though. You know, actually, I have to think about it for just a yeah, little bit. Age of Ultron, and you go back and listen to our Age of Ultron review. The more it doesn't, the more I spoiler think about, alert, Age of Ultron review doesn't start until 45, 50 45 minutes, minutes in. in. That's, that's why, why we, we're doing Ant Man first right, for 45 for that minutes. one person yeah, that yeah. complained in Australia. You better change your one to a five. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm kidding, I'm totally kidding. But uh, I think it's, I think Ultron is better, but just a little bit. The more, the more I think about Ultron... They're so different. It's hard so for me. It, I enjoy them both. I, I, Yeah, no, no. I enjoyed them both. But I felt Avengers like... Avengers was comfortable. This is I, a disappointing knew, year for Marvel movies, in my opinion, so okay, far. I'm, you know what? I, I'm on board with that. I'm on board uh, with but that. But I feel like they set the bar really, really high. Sure, absolutely. And yeah. I think that's one of the reasons we were nervous about seeing this movie in the first place, is because the bar is really high, and then they kind of fell short with Ultron. So we're like, yeah. What do we expect? But it, it was a good movie. Good movie. Yeah, d- definitely worth a look. There's, there's. Uh, I would rather go see that again and then go see Pixels, uh, for yes. sure. Better than Ex Machina. Yeah. Uh, really? If you're gonna, that's do this too stuff. different. That's it's too true. different. Okay. Well, let's think of a, another movie that we've seen this summer to compare it with. Then mm. it's not the best. It's. I think of the movies we've seen this summer. It's not. It's probably the bottom. I, you know, I'm gonna say that Mad Max is probably my mo- the one I had the most fun with. Absolutely. Even even 
even above Age of Ultron. Okay, I put this above Terminator. Would you put it above Terminator? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Better than Terminator. Absolutely. absolutely. Uh, but not as good as Mad Max, Jurassic World. Not as, not as good. Yeah, I would go... Um, I would go Mad Max, Event, uh, Age of Ultron, Jurassic World, sure. Ant-Man, Gen- Terminator Genesis. Terminator. Okay. So far. I agree with you. So far. Yeah. But there's not really a whole lot coming out. Pixels? <laughs> anyway. There's not a lot of good movies coming it's out. That's true. <laughs> true. I guess Mission Impossible. Southpaw. But that's not I really do, a blockbuster, yeah, but I, I want to see it. So we're... I do want to see it as well, but we're running out of Ant-Man. decent movies. Yeah. Ant-Man may be the last. It's it's the end of summer. Yeah. And I think that's why they did it towards the end of summer. We may not have too many straight on, straight up uh, movie episode, straight movie episodes. We'll do the best we can. We may but... have to get on with Netflix, maybe do some topic weeks. Yeah. Maybe do an hour, an hour and a half long metal minute. No, we could do that. Let's do the metal minute now. Do you want to do the metal minute? Okay. I want to do the metal minute now. Let's go. All right. we'll do it live. We'll do it live. I'll write it. Okay. Mark, I think socks. This uh, <laughs> uh, disclaimer: I hate this album. But, so that's almost started. Wow. So just just so you know, it's our first negative review. Yeah. Um. I really really wanted to like this album, and the album I'm talking about, I guess I'll tell you, is Rivals by Cold Chamber. Came out. May they night. have a new. I know. Coal chamber. They have a new coal chamber. They. What is it? The nineties. Uh, they have thirteen years since they've done an album. Oh gosh. Thirteen years because uh, their lead singer. What's that? Des. Yeah. Farfalla. I don't even know. Des. Fafara. Fafara. Des. Yeah. He's in. They broke up thirteen years ago, and. They should have stayed broken up. Is that what you're trying to say? That's what I'm trying to say. He's done Devil Driver, is what he's been doing lately. Yes. And I like Devil Driver. And the, All right. the reason I wanted to like this album, because Cold Chamber was one of my favorite bands in the 90s. And I know you like Cold Chamber. And, you know, songs like Loco is their big song. Uh, my favorite's Big Truck. Yeah. Yeah, Big Truck. And I mean, dun, 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 dun. you know, and any big song. Big Truck. I mean, <laughs> what's not to like? I mean, the, the chorus is like moving. We're moving. 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 You know. So, <laughs> but I mean, I loved, I loved their earlier stuff, and I was, it was bringing me back to my youth. But the more I listened to this album, it's called Rivals, the less I liked it. Oh. Really? It, oh, the more I listened to it, the less I liked it, because I feel like metal has really progressed a lot in the last 20 Especially years. if it's progressive metal. Well, well yeah, for sure. <laughs> but I mean... And I felt like they were trying to do a hybrid between the new metal that they were doing in the 90s. New metal with a U. Yes, with a U. And an umlaut. No. And the umlaut. <laughs> gotta have that umlaut. Gotta, gotta. Otherwise, how do you know it's Jaeger? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, because I, I got fe- it from the Meister. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> so I feel like they were trying to do the new metal that they were known for in the 90s and mix it with some of the newer styles that are there today. Because it's very nowadays, you know, it's a very syncopated rhythms, a lot of backbeats. Yeah. And then you throw in some singing and some distorted chords and ma- weird chord shapes on the guitar and some crazy rhythms that you throw in. And I felt like they tried to throw it in and I feel like they failed miserably. But you liked it less and less with every listen. Every, so that means you liked it. A little, at least, when you the listen to it the I first time. The first time I listened to it, it was nostalgia. 
Ah, it was nostalgic. Okay, and that's and and I realized I that get that because I wasn't being objective because it was like mm. sweet. I'm so excited. Oh, new cold chamber. I new love cold, cold chamber. chamber. Cold, yeah, I can't yeah. wait for oh, this. It brings me back. And then the and also the best song on the album is the first song on the album. I owe you nothing is the name of the song. It's the only one that's halfway decent, but. The more you listen to it, did you just like, you know, I feel like they're trying to recreate what they did in the 90s with Loco, Big Truck, and all those songs. And they just, they're not doing it as good. And it's kind of, it feels nostalgic. It feels like you're going back. It's kind of like going to a high school reunion and the band, like the high school band that was popular back then is playing at your reunion. You're like, oh, this is cool, but you still suck. You know what I'm saying? And so yes. the more the more the more you listen to it, you're just like, ah, oh, these guys are trying so hard. But the the reunion should have just been let's get together and play a couple reunion shows. There's no need for you to release an album. And you know, there because nowadays in metal there's a lot of singing and vocal, but this this is all just throaty screaming the whole time. Their guitar player in a couple songs he tries to act like he can shred, and we all know that he can't. No offense, but we know that you're not a ripper, you know, that kind of stuff. He just can't do it. How's it go? No, I'm not going to do it again. <laughs> I'm not going to do it again. Just rewind it if you want to hear that again. Just hit the back 15 button. But uh, I don't know. And I, I was really, really upset that I didn't like the album, but I, I had to be honest and I had to be objective. And the more I listened to it, I was like, this is hot garbage. This is terrible. Sounds like you should have been upset that you spent money on it. Well, I didn't. Oh, it was on Spotify? Spotify. Okay. Spotify is the best nine 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 to spend a month. Because if I had paid money for Save this album, by Spotify. that's why I do Spotify. Because if I like the album, I'll go ahead and buy it. So I have so the support CD that and artist, I'll support yeah. the band. Okay. But uh, That's cool. This this album, I really don't like it. I would not recommend it to anybody, even if you're a fan of Cold Chamber, because we're fans of Cold Chamber. I know you like Big I do. Truck for sure. Yeah. I would tell you not to listen to this album because I feel like it'll change your opinion of them. It's that bad. And that and that's the first negative metal minute I've ever done. And I feel bad doing it, but I feel like it had to be said. Do not listen to the new Cold Chamber album. And if you like the new Cold Chamber album, please tweet me and convince me why I'm wrong. Because I would love to hear your opinion, but I really think it's terrible. So there you go. Metal Minute. Don't listen to Cold Chamber Rivals. Yeah, but I can appreciate that. I mean, you know, that it's not, well, it is negative, but I appreciate it because I'm not going to give it a I mean, I was going to give it a listen, but I'm not going to now. Yeah, don't. Uh, so it's there's so much good music coming out. There is, and actually, the new Battle Cross comes out, and I think two, yes, three weeks. Do that I would, yeah, even I'm having listened to that. I would suggest doing that over this. <laughs> I love Battle Cross. That's a great, yeah. great um, um, but 13 years they should have stayed in the 90s and just played reunion shows and not an album for mm, sure. They were cool. It makes were. me a little sad. It makes me a little sad too. Mm. Well. You said you had an interesting story. I cannot wait to hear this story. Well, okay. So over this past, well, it would have been this past weekend. Okay. There was a cobra scare in North Austin. What do you mean a cobra scare? What does that even mean? So last Wednesday, I guess a week ago Wednesday. Okay. There was a young man from Temple, Texas, uh, that he he kept some exotic pets. I think he worked in an ex- exotic pet store, uh, kept some stuff in his house. He was transporting some animals. Uh, he was in the a Lowe's parking lot, and he was found unresponsive. 
and he had some puncture marks on his wrist and they took him to the hospital. He died. Oh, that's sad. He died uh, about an hour, hour and a half uh, after they got him there. Venom and does that. that. Well, they they're, they have not released definitively if he, he was bitten by the monocled cobra. <laughs> monocled cobra, cobra that he was transporting. And they they know that he had a cobra with him. Because it was missing from his private collection at the house. It, the how temple. do they know what he had in his private collection? Because in order to have, well, the, you can. Okay. Do you have to register exotic pets? And I'm just unaware of this. You you do, you do. Ooh. In the great state of Texas, there is a very short list of animals that you can't that are, have. That you can't have. That you can't have. Okay. What unless are, you have? Can a, you give me an example of something that you can't have if it's so sure. short? Um, let me see if I have it. Oh, here. I'm sorry. Uh, no person may possess a dangerous wild animal without first obtaining a license. Well, dangerous wild animals are defined as lions, tigers, ocelots, <laughs> cougars, leopards, cheetahs, jaguars, bobcats, lynxes, servals, car- servals, caracals. Okay, those all sound like giant cats. Hyenas, bears, coyotes, jackals, baboons, chimpanzees, baboons, orangutans, gorillas, or hybrids of the animals listed, which just blows my mind that this isn't the actual code. Okay. So let's do some genetic testing. If there's a hybrid orangutan gorilla, that's the scariest fucking thing. Could you imagine? And throw a little baboon in there with those big, like, mandrel teeth. Like like a a silverback with the big teeth. A silverback with the big blue and, and red nose and the red ass, and then the, and then the orangutan <laughs> arms that go like oh, thirty feet. That fucking thing that scares the shit. Dude, I'm gonna have nightmares. You. What were we talking about? The camel uh, how, camel butter milkshake. That's what we should call that. Camel butter milkshake. However, there are no requirements for a person processing or excuse me possessing all other animals not listed above, such as monkeys, wolves, etc. So, if so, it wasn't in that list. You can have there are the fuck no requirements for a person. However, you do need to have a permit, right? So the difference is, is for the ones that were listed, you need to have a license. God. For those that weren't listed, you just have to have a permit. And oh, oh, by the way, newsflash, it's only 20 bucks for a permit. So you just basically have to get in your car to drive to the permit 60, office. 60 bucks for a permit if you're going to sell. What so about, for a commercial uh, uh, For like a breeder. Anyway. Awesome. So they know that this was missing. Monocled cobra. And so they suspected that this cobra was on the loose. And so the great town of Austin uh, which went, is a into great a, town. Which went into a panic. They went that. into a tizzy. But why wouldn't you go into a tizzy if there is possibly a motherfucking cobra loose I, in the city. Absol- that shuts. That will shut your Stop shit down. Stop what you're doing and everyone needs to go look for the cobra. <laughs> right. That's right. Um, dig, he, up, dig up your grass, cut down your trees, find this thing. I agree with you. Absolutely. And it's it's probably not a small snake then. No. So a monocled cobra, uh, what? There, it's not like a king cobra. Oh, that's good. Those some well, at least it's got get, that going for it. King cobra, them some bitches get like what? 12? Too big. 12, 15 yeah. feet? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm not afraid 12 of 12 feet maybe? But I'm not comfortable with it. <laughs> I'm just saying. 
I, Especially venomous ones, ones that can kill you. Nah, I'm good. I don't need to pet it. I don't need I, to see it. I'm good. Well, they're highly venomous. And, and so if you get bit by a cobra, even one of the lesser cobras, one hurt. of the lesser of the Naha genus, you're going to... Nerd. <laughs> Shut up. You're going, Go ahead. I didn't even have notes for that. Yeah, that I just know you came did. Out. That's why I said nerd. <laughs> uh, you get bit by you get they, that thing hits a vein. You're that dead. Thing hits a, you're you're likely going to be going into cardiac arrest. Are you going to lose a limb? With, at a minimum, really. But but you're you're why the fuck would you keep that in your house? But you're probably going to die within two hours. Why would you keep that in your house? And even if you didn't die, you're going to wish you had died. Right. Yes, why would you keep that in your house? Why'd you keep that anywhere? And it's a monocled cobra. You know what that means? No. It's a cobra going to wear going around wearing a monocle, which means he's intelligent. He's an intelligent creature. Does he does he don a handsome cap? He probably has, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Could you think this thing Jeez. and they rise up, right? So they don't like slither just on the ground. No. They're about halfway up, right? They look up at you and then like, they're, they're, they're processing. They're planning the best way to murder your mm. ass. And I, he's probably got the big twirly mustache. Oh, and right? he smokes the cigarette mm. with like the uh, mm, with yeah. like the stem with the stem. Yes. What are we gonna do here? We're not making fun of the young man that died. Uh, no, that's tragic. Stretch. That but, is tragic. But of course, people. <laughs> but maybe, <laughs> <laughs> of course, yes. Maybe, maybe if you keep a venomous thing that's going to kill you, you should die. <laughs> exactly. No, but that is tragic. I feel no that joking about that. But someone decided they were going to open up a Twitter account, and it's at, and you can go find it now. It's at Austin underscore Cobra. This person went wild with this. Basically made this cobra into a character and <laughs> stuff like, hey, new in town, looking for a good place to eat. Uh, new in town, want to buy some boots. None of that snakeskin stuff no, no, no. in in the one of the local uh, uh, boot shops there actually responded back with a picture of hand, uh, 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 handmade Lucasi cobra skin boots, nice. which is ridiculous well, because it's spend- got the cobra head on it like poop and these are real boots those have got to be like three grand okay oh, or more anyway. or more is co- oh i don't understand people that have lucases you can buy justin's for 60 bucks yeah. just saying just saying you just need a good pair of ropers you don't need right. something fancy yeah you know i have I you have don't like need eight, i have eight pairs of boots that all cost less than one uh, together than one pair of lucases i had a pair of camel skin but you had to get the butter yeah, and to then, butter them up to keep the, the milkshake to keep it <laughs> to keep it pliable. Uh, but then someone also opened up an Austin mongoose, yes. uh, account, and so the mongoose was, the was mongoose stalking for. Yes, that's so fantastic. Yes, and so a lot of people criticize the fact that hey, someone's opening up these accounts and making fun of this young man to die. And it's like, no, they're not making fun of it. Give at all. a sense of humor. They're, they're they're making light of this panic situation because this is in the Texas Monthly, which is a website slash magazine, big ma- the big magazine uh, that rep you know basically about the state of Texas. Right. It's been around forever. Sure, uh, people not from Texas have probably heard of Texas Monthly. Right. Um, Especially if they're going to travel here, they would get Texas Monthly to see where to go. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but people were in a tizzy because the, 
this thing was suspected to be on the loose, and they found it the next Friday. So two days later, they oh. found the cobra. So there's a two-day scare that this cobra could be anywhere? Yes. Oh, shit. But it ended up being not that far away from the parking lot. Oh, that's good. It looked like it had been run over. Uh, it's right there off I-35. Uh, so it, it was, again, monocle cobra. They found it. Um so what what bothers me is the story. This guy was unresponsive in his car. Mm. It's like, well, how did it? How did, how did the, the thing car? get out? What did you have this cobra? Were you transporting it in a pillow sack? What were you doing? Were you being Jake the Snake? What were you doing? Were you being Jake the Snake? Why? Oh, this bothers me. Could you could you be driving in a truck or a car that had a cobra in it? I that could easily get to you. That some bitch would have to be in the back behind lock and key in a compartment that was not accessible to the cabin yes. of the vehicle where I was driving it from. That's just not yeah, going to happen. Absolutely. I don't understand people that drive with like their dogs in the front seat with them. Like, what are you doing? I drove with a cat, not in a carrier, in the car one time. That had time. to be the worst one experience. time. <laughs> one time. <laughs> One time, right? This son bitch was crawling up, and I'm driving right. down the highway. Sure. I can't do anything. Did you throw it out the window? I wanted to. I can't imagine. He was. He would get. Oh, I don't. I don't understand. I mean, I don't have pets. So for all you pet lovers out there, don't unfollow our show. I don't have pets, but it doesn't make sense to me why you would have an animal, even a domesticated animal, in your lap while you're driving. You know, look at that son bitch. Oh my god! Get Would the, you? Get, mm, 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 that's a cobra. Mm, that's a cobra mm, loose mm, in the city. Mm, mm, that's no. like going. That's like going to the snake house and somebody taking a glass bottle and smashing it on the ground. I'm gone. Right. Gone. Right. Never coming back. <laughs> You're like never going to see me again. Like in the first Harry Potter. No. <laughs> Where he makes the snake, the glass on the no. snake, and close your disappear. No. You know no. What I'd be doing. My ass would be. Running, gone. I wouldn't be sitting there laughing. I'd be gone. So yeah, huh, that's terrifying. It's terrifying. So people lost their shit in uh, Austin. I would and rightfully my shit. so. Yeah. Rightfully so. I'd be like, um, I've got, I've got to leave. I can't, I can't be at work right now. I move. have to go help find this cobra. Right. Um, I'm gonna drive to Dallas for a couple of days <laughs> until this is over. But the last little thing about this that oh. bothers me immensely. Okay. Is that the authorities are now looking into the possibility that this young man committed suicide? Oh, I hope not. Now, it's not clear as to did he commit suicide after he was bitten by the snake, which doesn't make sense because there was no other uh, trauma other than the bite wound on his wrist. Okay. Which then leads me to the thing that disturbs me the most. Was he committing suicide by snake? That is the wackiest thing I can imagine. I mean... I mean, he had to know what the snake was capable of. Sure. I mean, do they have any proof? Or is this just speculation? They don't have any proof yet, but it's speculation based on interviewing his family, looking at his social media accounts... And deciding that based on those interviews, based on some of the last messages and posts that he put out on social media, man, I don't know 
I don't know. It's weird. How could you even prove that? That I don't understand. Like, maybe he was just being an idiot playing with a snake that he thought he could trust, and the snake bit him because it's a wild animal. How do you? How do you? I don't. How, how do you trust that? a snake? How do you trust a snake? No, well, some. Well, just look at okay. Siegfried and Roy. They loved them tigers. Got mauled by it, okay? You know why the tiger mauled that guy? Why? Because it's a tiger! Exactly. That's what they do! But you lull yourself <laughs> into thinking that this wild animal isn't a wild animal. Which is... Mm. I mean, I'm... I mean, I, I don't want to call people stupid. No, no, no. But no, that's no. dumb. Right, I mean... To think that. that. To each their own. That's putting trust in the wrong place. Sure. I get being attached to something and wanting to believe that it is that what you have is different. That sure didn't work out for the grizzly man. Right, exactly. <laughs> right. Right. That did not work out for him at all. Right. I mean, you gotta always have the understanding that's a wild animal that doesn't have any love or respect for me. It's gonna do what's in its nature. And if it wants to kill me, it fucking can. Yeah. It doesn't give any thought no. to anything uh, I, and it's and it you know what I don't even fault it for it because it doesn't it it, it it's has, not going against its nature that's it, what it does it's not putting it's not malicious it's it, it it's self preservation it's what it's built to do sure you're just doing what you do right you're not putting any thought into this right this is what so you I mean do. Th- this is a tragedy for sure and I hope that. I mean, I, I, I want that, to know what happens. I can't. Yeah. I can't let this go because this this idea of suicide of, by snake, and it may not even be that. It may be that. It may be that he got. He may have faked the puncture room and let it go and took some pills. Mm. I don't know because they actually part of what they were investigating is if the fang, the went, puncture marks were consistent enough. with. The snake, bite, the snake bite, and they haven't released that information yet. So sure. it is possible mm-hmm. that uh, he didn't actually die via bite. the snake bite. Right. He could have done something else. But um, it, it's it's fascinating. It does it. it what and what's f- uh, interesting is that the snake really didn't get very far. No, so it it's run like, over you said right? Yeah. So is it possible that he killed it and planted it and did something? I don't know. Or maybe know. the thing bit him, and he was like, "Fuck this!" Threw it out the window and ran over it. That's what maybe. I do. Oh yeah. But then I would drive to the hospital. I mean, you said yeah, but we don't know. Yeah, how I mean, we, quickly. We, we're speculating. Yeah, we are speculating, and again, it's tragic. But the story fascinates me because I want to know what happened. Sure. It was just interesting how the the public got stirred up, and rightfully so, I believe. Yeah, I mean, if there's a snake loose in your city, and one that can kill you easily and you can't see it, yeah, uh, do something about that. Please. Yeah, for sure. Please. So that is that. Crazy. Uh, hey, so... Way to keep Austin weird. Ew, completely. For completely sure. Completely weird. Austin's a cool town. I mean, I wouldn't live there, but I think it's a cool town. I'd visit. Yeah, visit. They got good food. They had that dude. I have to see if I find that video. Have you seen the one of the guy that was trying to cross the street and he ran out and the bus hit him? It didn't, no. it didn't hurt him and knocked okay. him down. It was in Austin. I was going to say, it's like meet, <laughs> meet Joe Black hit by a bus or? <laughs> no. Because that's the only reason I oh. ever watched that movie. Did you? You didn't see that? It was so out of the blue. You weren't ready for it. It's just that, like, smack, smack. Because, yeah, <laughs> I was watching that movie and you're watching, and we were watching it with like eight people and we were like, what the fuck? What just happened? Because he gets hit by a car, flies across traffic, and he gets and nailed by, by a bus. And you're like, yes. 
He is dead. I think they put that in there for the guys watching it with the girls. Like, yeah, we got to put something in there. We know you're suffering, dude. Right, right. Check this out. I mean, we want you to, this is going to pay off later in about two hours. And that's worth the cost of admission right there. And then the two hours later is worth the cost of admission too. But I'm just saying. (laughs) Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, hopefully, hopefully. (laughs) What? You've never seen me, Joe Black? I would love to watch it with you. Certainly. (laughs) Ah. If you insist. Brad Pitt is so dreamy. <laughs> How do you feel about camel butter? Right. Camel butter. Would you like a camel butter milkshake? <laughs> what? I don't even know what this means. That anymore. sounds disgusting. It does sound disgusting. In such a great way. <sighs> camel butter or boost fat? Boost. What the hell is a boost? Goose fat. Goose one fat. of the two. Either one. Either one will work. <laughs> Whichever one you have readily available. <laughs> Guess it depends on what part of the world you're in. Oh, I think we're out of control. Probably. It is late. It is late. And we're late with this I, podcast. We are late with it. I think we've I think we've set our peace. I think so. I think we're good to go. I think we need to stop before it gets off the rails. <laughs> Any more off the rails. Right. Speaking of off the rails, if you guys have any suggestions for any topics or segments or uh well topics as far as uh, we want to do another topic week we love those we love those and and we think that you should have loved them as well uh (laughs) 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 we think it's actually some of our better material we may have been a little misguided chopping it up into multiple episodes and that may have been i'm sorry that we asked you to listen to this every day I, i i understand that this is like a small doses thing Absolutely. But if you've not listened to our Robot Week or Anti-Heroes Week or even Dystopia Week, which is depressing. If you're depressed, if you're depressed, do not listen to Dystopia Week. (laughs) Just don't do it. If you haven't listened to any of those, definitely go give those a listen uh, to kind of prime the pump to maybe say, hey, these are pretty good. Mm -hmm. I like this. Maybe I'd like to hear something on a different topic. Right. Shoot us a suggestion. You we would hit- love a suggestion. That's right. Because we try to be creative, but we're not always creative. So you can hit us up with that suggestion on Twitter. I'm Josh. You can get. You can find me at Enthcast. You can find me, JD, at Enthcast Metal. Or if email is your bag, you if can... You, if you have a lot to say. Yeah. If you have more to say than 140 characters, which... Would surprise me. Yeah. I mean, if it's more than 140 <laughs> characters, it's probably negative. But that's cool. Shoot me an email, josh at nthcast.com. Or throw me one, too. You could put us both in the send to line, the address line, jd at nthcast.com. I think you have to put us both in the send to line because if you CC one of us, we're going to feel like we're less slighted. That's right. It would hurt whoever you CC'd. Mm. It would hurt us deeply. And then we'd have to take 10 cc's of something of, to uh, make the pain go away. Right. Of monocled cobra venom. Or camel butter milkshake. Yeah, that's how, we, that's how we'd get through the pain. <laughs> I think mm. we should just end this. Right. We will talk Thank to you guys yeah. next week. Thanks Thank you so much for listening. And thanks for waiting two days. Sorry we're late. We'll be on time next week.